Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Oh. We got we to gotta walk in. Look at this. Just Is she in D.C.? Uh, Is where, she in, where you at? I'm in Portland. No. Oh, great. Oh. This is the second time someone has joined the Sacramento radio station just walking around streets of Portland. <laughs> this is tremendous. Can I be the first to point out your hair looks magnificent? Thank you. It, I, oh, do, you have a, sure do you have a date tonight? Like, what's what's jumping off tonight? Nothing. Just you guys. Oh, man, that's wow. what's up. Man. That's what's up. Yeah. Do, do, you're doing the damn thing right now, girl. You know, it, you know what it is. I can't even barely wash and dry my own hair. So it's the one thing that I'm entirely incapable of. So are you walking? You play basketball long enough. I'm walking to the office. To to the office, like the salon is right around the corner from the Odyssey office. Oh, okay. Hey, t- hey, t- 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him on the show. <laughs> get him. You know my tag team. Get him. Your, your get boy him on the Jeff. Show. Tell our boy Jeff what's 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 good. I told you guys that story about how I uh, how I met him last summer, and uh, Jeff, program director in Portland former program director in Sacramento. So we start talking and uh, he's like, so yeah, Portland girl, you, you went to Oregon. Like, I'm really surprised. Like we never crossed paths and I didn't try to hire you. Like you're so talented. I love what you guys do for you, know, you, you and D'Lo, Casey, I love it. Blah, blah. And I was like, actually, you know, I did try to work here once. And he goes, really? And I go, yeah, I, uh, I put in to do the whole like, and this is your, you know, 1137 update, like Portland Trailblazers fall to the L.A. Lakers, 102, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, uh, I was told that I didn't have enough reps. So I don't know who the program director was <laughs> then, but they uh, curbed me pretty hard. They said I was too green. And I was like, when did you come on? And he was like, 2001 or whatever. And I was like, oh, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, maybe he wasn't, you know, in the office. And, you know, what's the word in the office? Is, is, is all, it changes things, you know, what you hear in the hallways. And, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I said, you know, he's like, man, I think I made a big mistake. And I said, no. me too. <laughs> or maybe not because I am on a national show. And it'd uh, be easy that way. You can, you catch, your, catch your breath. Yeah, yeah chill, relax. If he up, if he comes if he comes by, tell him we said what's up. Our, our man PDX, yeah. PDX indeed. Um, just so, just to, uh, get comfortable, girl. That that man, well, you 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 are committed while to she's this getting, show. Yeah, and we appreciate that. We love that. To while know she's, other show while, with you guys. Whilst you're getting ready, I'll lay it out. Much like the heat check, the latest episode of the heat check. I think there's another apology you need to hand out. Who am I supposed to apologize to? Jaime Hawkins. What what did I say about him that was so wrong? You didn't want him. You and and the Blazers, you should have made that deal because now it's looking – well, you tell me. It feels like it's looking funny. Maybe you got some kind of draft pick here and there. But you come away with Aiton and Brogdon, you could have had Jaime Hawkins and more draft picks. We also got um, and Tyler Hero. 
We also got Tumani Kamara. We don't want Tyler here. That's the whole point, Casey, is we already have Anthony Simons, who's not a 1A. You think Tyler Hero on this team helps us at all? It does oh, you not trade, help us You trade Anthony. All. You trade Anthony. You get Anthony out of there. We don't want either one of those guys. Anthony Simons, Tyler Hero, same, same, really. Could have had a high You're not going to. Jaime Jaquez for Dame Lillard is not an appropriate trade. So Brogdon this, is? A, I don't want, I don't, I didn't like the Brogdon lose either. I didn't make that trade. That was not, it was not binary to me. I would have loved to trade Drew Holiday. I don't know who it would have been to, honestly. <laughs> Maybe Philly, tra trade Drew, Drew Holiday to Philly and try to get, but you're not getting Maxi. So who are we really getting? Are we getting, we're getting Tobias Harris? That doesn't help us. I don't know. We need picks and young players. There's not a lot of, not a lot of good options. Maybe right. trade Drew Holiday to Orlando, like make him woefully unhappy on an expiring Orlando. Even though they're, you know, not a great franchise historically, they're not going for that. the The deals that were out there for Dame just weren't very palatable. You did get better picks from Milwaukee because if let's be honest, like. They're close. They're close. They're on the edge. Both those boys, like Dame and Giannis, you can see the soul draining from their face with every Doc Rivers coaching appearance. <laughs> oh man, the, those, those first round picks are going to be more valuable than the Miami Heat picks. You guys, what's going on over there? Much more dysfunctional than what's going on in Miami guys, in twenty twenty seven. Miami was probably the best deal, and they didn't uh, trade them there out of spite. But also think about this. If, and this, as a as a long-term Portland Trailblazer fan since I was six years old, do you really believe that the Portland Trailblazers develop Jaime Hawkes into what he is right now? I mean, I think he's a good ball player. He would he would have done he would have done well. It's a fair question. I think it is, but I don't question. think Miami made Jaime Hawkes. I think he's a good. No, but ball I think player. they put him in a position to thrive. Like, would he be in that same position in Portland? Yeah, and, and where the, how they used him, right? There was a big article, I want to say either in The Ringer or The Athletic, where they talked about how they worked with Jaime and the player development staff specifically put him on certain spots on the floor to utilize him to his best abilities. He's in the corner, but he's attacking from the corner. Mm. He's not just a spot-up three-point shooter. Uh, do you try, Okay, let's take player development out of it. Let's mm. put Chauncey Billups right into the hot seat. Well, do you think Chauncey Billups is getting the most out of Jaime Hawkins? Don't make me go against Chauncey. I like Chauncey. Yeah, I don't. The answer is no. <laughs> oh, why don't you like Well, Chauncey? I don't dislike Chauncey. I just don't have any <laughs> allegiance to Chauncey. And, and Jaime Hawkins was crying in tears during summer league, thinking that Portland would trade for him. Mm. He did not want to go to our, to our city. Mm. So do you think a, an unhappy Jaime Hawkes with no player development staff the same caliber as Miami? Because that's what they do. They find guys off the street, undrafted guys, and they turn them into useful players and they flip them, right? You saw that with Max Struess. You saw that with Gabe Vincent. You see that with even Omar Yurt 7. Most of these guys, like, they come from nothing mm -hmm. and they build them up to something. Jaime Hawkes, four-year player, multiple good teams at evaluating talent passed on him. And then Miami does what Miami does. They find a guy that's perfect for their system and they develop him appropriately. I do not think that Portland does turns Jaime Hawkes into this. And Jaime Hawkes should be completely excited that Portland didn't do that because he's probably not seen as a top three player in this draft. Fair enough. Fair enough. I will say this, though. I, I did see today, and this isn't an indictment on them at all or anything. Just It was just interesting. 
Uh, I saw there were multiple resale tickets to Blazers Heat tonight going for $1. You should go, Tristan. I don't think you would I sit. I don't think you'd sit where they where the seats are, but yeah, one dollar. Oh, man, I'd be I up, I'd be up in that thing so quick. Yeah, you would. You'd be on the floor though. It'd be Kenny facts. with his feet on on the hardwood. That's facts. He, I, he doesn't. It doesn't matter. He'd have a hookup by somebody. I I turned down going to the Nuggets Blazers game because there was no Scoot and there was no Shaden, even though it was Jokic. I didn't care. I don't want to be in. Do you know how, how painful this is? I mean, you guys know. Yes. You guys know better yes. than anyone. No, Absolutely. no clue. I, I, I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine what Portland's going through right now. Not at all. It's so tough. It's This is the worst. I went through our record last night, and it's it's the worst we've ever been since I've been alive. Oh. We have f- 15 wins. We'll probably get to, like, 20 wins maximum. Maximum. We lost, got waxed to the Charlotte Hornets. They were up like 20 points on us, and they're a 14-win basketball team. This is this is a team that is, yeah, the players are better, but I was looking back at like 2005 when we won like 26 games, and it was like Steve Blake and like, oh, my goodness, Jarrett Jack. No shade to Jarrett Jack. I like Jarrett Jack as a player. But there, it was Joel Prisvilla. It was Zach Randolph, no shade to Zach Randolph. Zebo was a beast. But, like, the King's team Legend. itself, as you look, King's Legend, as you look down the roster, you're like, ah, there's nothing for me to be excited about right now. At least there's players that you're thinking, okay, I hope that they, the vision is headed somewhere. But it's not fun to watch games, and it's certainly not – I don't want to go into Moda Center. I watched Bill Burr at Moda Center on Saturday night. You and did. the Nuggets played the next day. I did. Bill Burr was awesome, by the way. Mm. Um, really catered it towards Portland. Made Portland folks very uncomfortable. Was It would be perfect for you, d You would have been in there dying. Because he was I was like, I thought everyone in Portland was so progressive. We don't want to hear this. Anyway, I'm thinking to myself, this is the last time I'll be at the Motor Center for a long time. Oh, no. Because I'm not coming in there for a Blazer game. Hey, mm. real quick. Sorry, Damien. Who was the guy that helped Zebo beat up Ruben Patterson? What was it? Quintel Woods? Yes, it was Quintel Woods. Yeah, they jumped. Well, good pull. That's a good pull. Quintel Woods, I think came out of. I think he came out of JUCO. I don't think he came out of high school. I think he came out of JUCO. Darius Miles was on that team too. Mm. Darius Miles. He held, wow. They held him like Saturday night's main event. They said. They said Quintel had Ruben oh, <laughs> held no. like this, and Sebo socked him in the face. Jeez. Came through like the honky tonk man with the guitar and the macho <laughs> man, and just <laughs> drilled him. <laughs> Who did you? So I, I I'm an ep, I guess I'm an episode behind. Who did you apologize to? Oh, everybody: Trey Young, Cade Cunningham, Brandon oh. Miller. Oh, Brandon Miller, that's the one. Oh, that, yeah, I was yeah, like, oh yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Why? Brandon well, Miller. she she kind of apologized. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of apologized. She like said See, I apologized, <laughs> and then said anybody that says uh, he's going to be Paul George is smoking crack. Oh, well, well, all right. No, I said anyone who says that he is Paul George or is going to be Paul George and thus you have to trade LaMelo Ball because he's turning into Paul George is smoking crack. Because this is is like the – and I love Tony Jones, but that was like an absolute hot take machine. Mm -hmm. I didn't hear the whole quote, and it might have been taken out of context. But what is – are the rules 
in Charlotte that you can only have one franchise marquee player? Like, just because Brandon Miller is emerging as a rookie, you must trade a pass-first and scoring point guard who can dime him up and put him in good situations? Like, I know that he's been injured, LaMelo Ball, but you can't have two guys that complement one another. The whole reason they took Brandon Miller was to complement him with LaMelo Ball. That was the reason that they didn't take Scoop. So you're saying you need to trade LaMelo just because Brandon Miller is playing better than expectations? What are we effing talking about here? Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Probably need to trade Lamella Ball before he asks you to trade him. <laughs> it could be. That's a di- be. that's a different story. Yeah. But look, that whole thing, and especially considering, okay, if his absolute ceiling is Paul George, Paul George wasn't a, has never been a one A. He has even been on the record to say, "I am not one A. I am one B, and a very good one B. And I probably also need a one C." Hence the going to the Clippers to play. Uh, with Kawhi Leonard and having to trade for James Harden. Let's be serious. Couldn't make it work in Indiana. Had to get up out of there because they wouldn't trade for AD, which I totally understand. Fine. Go to OKC. Hammond Russ, not enough. Dame Lillard ends that franchise's hopes with those two together. That team breaks up. I mean, okay, so if Brandon Miller is best case scenario, Paul George, you don't think you should surround him with more talent? Be serious, Tony Jones. Be serious, Tony Jones. You know, I don't like Tristan's tone when she talks about Paul George. That's my boy. I mean, we had Paul George be, you know, when you go into those small Marriott hotel rooms at, at, you know, Disney World, and like that's that tiny little spot between the bed and the wall. That's where Paul George was laid out in the bubble. That's where he was. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. Don't leave Paul George alone. Don't do that to my boy, BG. That was, that was excessive. Fresno State, stand up, man. Where's my whistle? Wait. Oh, I got you. Well, it's well that whistle's more for possible offenses. Yeah, we need unless, another whistle. Let, we need yeah, a mean whistle. Yeah, yeah, a, 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 yeah, a, a personal foul. Bulldogs uh, and yeah. Valley Champs, man. Stand I don't know up, what man. you. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, Jaime Aquas either. He looked like a superstar of superstars last night uh, at the Golden One Center. He's good, man. He's really good. His He's better than I incredible. thought. Incredible. You know, I was talking to a friend who is a player development guy. Like he doesn't work for a team, but he's one of those guys that, you know, like you see him doing mixtapes and stuff in the summer. And I asked him, I said, this was maybe three years ago. This was, this was when UCLA went, was it the final four? It was 2021. And I asked him that year. Uh, and I was like, who's your favorite college player that no one's talking about. And he's like, Jaime Hawkins out of UCLA. He's going to be really, really good. I think he was just a sophomore at that point. And I think there's a there's a discounting of players who play four years in college because they feel like they're already baked and we already know how good they could possibly be. And so potential and upside is a big reason that kids get drafted. And I I don't I think Jaime Hawkins shows like if you are a team that's wanting to compete right away, a four year player is is a good option to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lakers would love Jaime Hawkins. I'm glad he didn't go there. Me too. You love the Lakers. Me too. I don't know. Okay. 
You, See, yeah. now you TK, got, TK know you what it is. Okay. Lake Show. TK know what it is. TK know what He's it is. He's wearing a Los Angeles what? shirt right now. Even Los Angeles. No, it's his oh, way of covering it up. It's his way of covering it up. Um, they be doing me dirty on the show. I tell you, can you explain the ups and downs of the Kings season? They they are just it, man. I'll be straight up with you, TK. We were on top of the world yesterday. Kings beat the Clippers first time they beat the Clippers this year. Won three in a row, both games out of ah. Maybe they're turning the corner. Maybe they're coming out just like they did last year. And then you've got these suspensions. And these these injuries, and you've got a couple of starters out. You got a couple of rotational players. You got like seven guys at a big watch party, just having a blast oh, watching man. the Kings Heat. Damn. And Kings go down by twenty, fight back, still wind up losing by double digits. That was a classic from a betting perspective. That was a classic sleepy spot. Mm. That's an over. That's an overlook the Heat with nobody's plan. I was talking to a friend about this, and I said my favorite bet tonight is Heat plus seven. They could actually win this game. And my friend said, no Tyler Hero, no Josh Richardson, no uh, Terry Rozier, no Jimmy Butler. It's just Bam and Jaime Hawkins. What are they going to do? This this Kings team just beat the Clippers. Didn't you guys just beat the Nuggets? Mm. Oh, my God. I said, no, 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 no. This is a classic look over this team spot. And what is it, second night of a back-to-back? That's all it is. Don't worry about these Kings. They're what, right around the same team as they were last year, but the West is just much better. They're three seed pretty much the entire season. Now you're a seven seed, you're a five, you're a seven. There's one game separating five, five to eight. You could be a five any day tomorrow, next day. You could be an eight any day tomorrow, the next day. So don't fret, Kings fans. They're going to figure it out. And the quality wins. The quality wins when the competition rises should make you more impressed than playing down the competition against the Heat team missing everybody. Hmm. I hear you. I hear you. So, so in your mind, like somebody who bets on these games, watches all these games, that was that that game was more of something that you see a lot in basketball, as opposed to the Kings are just not yeah. that team. I mean, that was an. It was. It came. It was a red alert. You look at lines when you're looking at, you know, your apps or whatever. And that was the one that I had circled. This line is way too big. They are overvaluing some of the recent success of the Kings, but also undervaluing that that's what the Heat do. They come to play no matter who's on that roster. And Eric Spolster is one of the best in the business. And they are fighting tooth and nail in that Eastern Conference to not just win their division, but to not be in the play-in. So to me, it felt like, also, there's this dead cat bounce narrative as well that always happens when guys get suspended or a coach has been, you know, missing for a game because of whatever, whether there's like a technical or they have health issues. There's a dead cat bounce element for the Heat where you're like, okay, they're missing everyone, bet the Heat. Hmm. Yeah. Um, who are content? Who do you think are the true contenders in the West? Denver. Minnesota. Mm. and the Clippers. Not there with the Thunder yet. I think the Thunder are really good, and they're very gritty. The one issue that I have with the Thunder is their size, is what are they going to do when they match up with guys like Jokic or Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns on a, on a set, in a seven-game series? Mm. They, they didn't 
go out and get a backup big that I felt like they needed for versatility when you have different matchups, right? That's, to me, what matters the most in the playoffs is being able to change um, who you're playing and be able to go big or small and compete with whoever you're up against. And that versatility is something that Denver has. That's something that Minnesota has. That's not something that OKC has. I'd love to be wrong. I love OKC. They're one of my favorite teams. But I feel like, okay, if your second best player is a rookie, can you be a contender? Do you look at anybody in the Eastern Conference as a contender outside of Boston? Yeah, I think Philly. I really? know that Philly's really? down. I think, I think Philly's down bad right now. And so, and, and I'm thinking about it like bets, right? I'm not thinking like, okay, what, this is a high likelihood scenario. But if Embiid comes back with two weeks to go and he actually can get into form, this is a team that's added depth, they've added shooting, and they've got a lot of versatility in their roster. I remember when, and I, I don't know why I love Nick Batum, maybe because he played for the Blazers and I know what he can do and I know what Ty Lue, how Ty Lue used him. I could see Nick Nurse using uh, Nick Batum as a five. He could be played as a small, you know, small ball five. He could be played as a three. His on-ball defense is really good. Uh, you've got a ton of role players. It's not just the Maxi and Embiid show. Getting Buddy Heald, I think, helps. I know we've talked about his decision-making, but I, don't, I wouldn't worry about that. I think once Embiid comes back, Tobias Harris is going to re-emerge as who he was before. Mm. It's like they're just not a very good team without Embiid. But I think that they could – I think they can make life very uncomfortable for Boston in a mm. bunch of different ways. And Boston's scary because they're defensively, I think, the best team in the NBA. Mm-hmm. They've got the most defensive versatility – I think I have guys that can roam all over the floor or just D up ISO and make things really, I mean, Kristaps Porzingis has been incredible for them, but it's the same story with Boston in winning time. Do they play team basketball or do they play ISO basketball and everything goes to hell in a handbasket and it's just Jason Tatum shooting contested 30 footers. And I think a team like Philly can force them into doing things that they've done in a bunch of different years before. Real quick, you don't think the Knicks are on that level? Healthy, healthy Knicks. Healthy, yes. Healthy, yes. But I don't think they're going to be healthy. You hear Julius Randle. I mean, in terms of, like, making things difficult, Mm -hmm. Eastern Conference Finals is, I think, about Mm -hmm. the Knicks' ceiling. So contending is about that for me. Like, can you go to the – can you go to the Conference Finals? Right. Healthy, I think they could go to the conference final just based on where they could potentially be seated and who could knock each other out before they get there. But OG Ananobi, we have no idea when he's coming back from that elbow surgery. Nobody's really said. They said two weeks, and that's a month ago. And there's been no sign of when he's coming back. Julius Randle's talking about having season-ending surgery on his shoulder. That's bad. Mitchell Robinson, he's sitting on the bench, so he's getting closer to arrival. But does, do we really think he's actually going to come back? Those three players, without them, they are – they are cooked. Mm. They are not beating anybody. They could get bounced by Philly in the first round. Mm. So no one? Boston. Cleveland. Are you saying Thank you. Thank you. Cleveland. Thank Cleveland. you. Cleveland. They'll make things <sighs> difficult. Defensively, the second best defense in, in the league right now, defensive rating. I think the third best net rating in the league. Offensively, they've been okay, middle of the pack. The one, one thing that you have to worry about is just, like, Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs. That's it. Mm. Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs. We saw it with Utah. He's very up and down. 
what are we getting from Evan Mobley? Is Evan Mobley going to shoot at all? Is like, how is Isaac Okoro? Because they had a lot of good role players stepping up right now in the regular season. And we know about the others when they go on the road. We saw what Cleveland did against the Knicks last year. And they had issues with the wing. Sam Merrill helps them a lot with shooting. Max Struess helps them a lot with shooting as well. But I worry about their offense kind of going cold at times. And just like Utah with Donovan Mitchell, when when Cleveland goes cold, they go ice cold. But I like them. All right. Now you can say why you hate Cleveland, who we're big fans of. No, I got love for Cleveland, bro. And and JB Bicker. I got my I got my Craig my Craig Elo throwback ready to go after the game. Stop playing with me. No, you don't. No, yeah, no. Hi, Rob Williams. No, you don't. Ron Harper. He's just saying names. Brad Doherty. He's just saying names. Brad Doherty. You got a Brad. Brandon. Bobby Sura. Danny Ferry. Ricky Davis. He's just an encyclopedia right now. He just got the Wikipedia. Mo Williams. Larry Hughes. You know I like Larry Hughes. No, why would I know that? Booby Gibson? But, well, Booby, everybody. Delonte West? Well, I like I like. Delonte. I feel like you said that yeah, sarcastically. Yeah, I don't know. I, that's I your like second Delonte. foul today because I feel like you said that as a, as a, as a joke. And that's Sit not for the rest favorite, of the half. <laughs> my favorite Delonte West moment was when, if you haven't seen it, on go on YouTube and look for it. When he and his friends are sitting waiting for, I think it's Taco Bell. I'm pretty sure it's Taco Bell. They're waiting for it, and they turn. They have a rap song about uh, waiting for their food, and it's like Chipotle, baby girl, Chipotle, and his friends in the back just like Chipotle. Oh, it's if you haven't seen it, you guys don't seem like I you've seen it. it. Delonte West that. Chipotle song. Find it on YouTube. It's about it. eight minutes long. Oh my God! Well, all right. <laughs> That's an EP. I, ha- I have to close my. I have to close my rugby wrestling basketball. <laughs> Uh, page and search Delonte West fast food <laughs> freestyle. Maybe Chipotle at the end. No, I got it. Man, Chipotle no, I got it. Delicious. No, that joint's eight yeah. minutes long. Yep, that, that, yeah. that, that, that joint's eight Chipotle. minutes long. That uh, thanks for making time for us. Your hair looks terrific. It was worth the appointment. You, you look fantastic. Uh, I appreciate you guys going to break for me so that we could go as long as we needed to. I appreciate Kenny stacking some water, getting himself yeah, uh, appropriately yeah. moisturized. Yep, yep, he's ready. My water, he's, he's back. back. He's he's back, back in the baby. game. I got my he, son a, a, a shooting gun, a Dr. Dish. Don't know what that means. So that means you can go, look it up, Google it, Google the price, and we'll know how Kenny Caraway rolls. Uh, you got to get to work. Thank you so much for 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 me. Yeah, look at the Odyssey buildings there. Look at that. Look at that. It's brand new. It's don't look as good as ours. I'm about to say the same thing. Don't look as good as ours. But have a great you day. You guys have the best show. one though, isn't it? It's fire, right? My mom keeps asking me if I'm moving to Sacramento. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Let's go. I said, mom, I said, mom, I don't think there's a full time spot for me. But for now, we'll do this once a week, kid, and we'll try to get ourselves close to the West Coast. We're going to make it happen. I'm with that. Yeah, I'm with that. Love y'all. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.